and we are rolling. We are here with Nick Schwartz and Anthony Stavola, our first... I guess we had three people here before, but our first, like, two guests combine a collab, multi-guest. <laughs> it's a pleasure and an honor to be here. Nice to meet you, Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I thought it'd be good to bring both of y'all in here because, you know, like me, both of y'all kind of write all the music and, you know, kind of multi-instrumentalist, you know, you like all like to dabble in different things. I know right now you're kind of messing on piano still mainly. Yeah, I mean, I bought a drum set. No, I guess the drums now, yeah. yeah. I guess the pianos are old news now. No, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm yeah. still <laughs> intending to play piano yeah. most of the time. But, um, you know, if I'm recording something and I want to add drums, I was thinking it would just be cool to add real ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I got it pretty cheap, so no problem. Dang. Uh, they sound okay. So yeah, it's good to have a little bit of everything. I know you got your drum set too, and you've been. It's nice. So like we, I know we've jammed on that a couple times, and yeah, you know, it's just good to have. It's good to have a full around. setup. Yeah, and even for like, if you have a group of people over and to jam, it's good to have every instrument, so you can all just hop on your your instruments and and yeah, just push something out. out. Yeah, have fun. Yeah. Well, cool. Uh, well, that wraps it up for today's show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, uh, lately, what have both of y'all been? I mean, so we're working on. How could you? Your Work, newest yeah. single right now. Yeah. We just need to wrap up the vocals. I think we're doing some pretty good progress on that. I think. Yeah, we had a great session a couple days ago with uh, the verses. We just need to hit the chorus now. Yeah. And that we, I think we could do that in a day, and then have a have basically the song done. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, that'll be my fourth. That'll be nice. that'll be exciting. I actually met someone the other night um, who said that um, she and her boyfriend are are looking to make a music video. Oh yeah, I remember you told me. Yeah. yeah, and so trying to think of ideas for a music video for that song too at the moment. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Nice. Did you say? Did they have any stuff online right now? Or are they just trying to get into it? Um, I think I don't. I don't know really. Um. I think that well well one of the the guy works for uh I've never met him but um I think he works he's done some work for like Sony mm. or something um but I think they're trying to get into the scene just put out put out content nice. so it's cool to meet these this person and and start thinking about ideas for for a song yeah, or for a music video good yeah. to have the video in there yeah yeah you you do a lot of the uh, video too with all your little um, uh, yeah, because I mean, you know, like I said, I don't really consider yeah. myself a video editor by any but stretch. Still, of you like you, but you pushed I, out some good stuff. Like he has some covers where like he does every instrument and he's recording it and then oh, that's puts cool. it all on screen and stuff. Yeah, but it's like the extent of my video editing is the video of me playing it. I size it down to a little cube, yeah. <laughs> fit it into a nice thing. There's maybe some little background stuff, and we're out. That we're is out. next yeah. level. The, the point is to play the song. Yeah, and yeah. Just be like. You know, whatever. There's this guy on YouTube, Richie something, and he'll do that a lot, like yeah. with a lot of like uh, like uh, some boys to men songs or like uh, some Queen songs, like Bohemian Rhapsody. He'll just record yeah. every single part. Yeah, yeah. The drums, all the background vocals, and then he'll you know. And that's why, truthfully, I've seen much nicer looking videos than anything I'm sure <laughs> I've made. But I don't really want to sit there and like be like I don't know each tile is gonna disappear and reappear and disappear yeah see yeah and you like, can kind of push that my computer more, will yeah. probably first of all also fucking blow up yeah like, you know what I mean yeah. I've already like gotten good about spacing out my logic projects to not like hit system overloads mm, but in the beginning yeah. when I didn't know what I was doing I would put like a reverb on like every single track 
individually mm-hmm. or instead of like routing it through a bus or something, yeah. right? So it's like yeah. I'd hit play and it would stop and I wouldn't know what's happening. And yeah. Like crying yeah. tears of my eyes all red, like it doesn't work. It's Dude. not fair. No. I hate that system <laughs> overload message. Yeah. So I, was, I see memes about that that crack me up. Bro. <laughs> I was trying to record acoustic yeah. guitar on that song and uh, I had a great take. You know, I was, it was recording and I was on like the very last measure or something and I get that pop up. Yeah. I'm just, I just like yelled fuck really loudly. <laughs> so That's mad. the move. That's exactly yeah. what I That's do what too. You do. That's what you do. It's universal yeah. probably. Yeah, I I, I I was thinking about that the other day when we were recording, like in the middle of it, I'm like, I forget a word, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it'd be so funny to go back through like old songs like, yeah. years ago, because like I've done that every single time, you know, like mm-hmm. even in the, we're in the paid for time in the studio, you know, I'm there like, singing and I'm like, oh, fucking yeah. shit, like in the middle uh, yeah. of some pretty part. You know? <laughs> need to make a compila- a yeah. fuck compilation. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, you, so you'll, so um, how often have you like maybe gone down to a studio and worked with someone like that? Not much lately but uh-huh. so we probably did we did three days when we did the first album we paid time for and then sure. we did like a bunch of little days to plug in there uh-huh. and then maybe we went like twice with two two-day sessions at estuary for yeah. uh the last two singles we put out so everything we put out right now it's all mostly been in studios do you find the the laxness of tracking stuff at home to be oh it's so much it's so much right. better yeah because i i even re-recorded like a bunch of the stuff like all the guitars and all the vocals uh, and all the keys I recorded here for that stuff, we recorded bass and drums for at the studio, but it's just nice doing it at home. Uh, yeah, it's lax. You can kind of experiment. You can get good tones. But the one thing you don't have is the fire under your ass. That's like, yeah. I feel like I got more stuff done at the studio. Well, that's the thing is it money. would give me massive anxiety. And it, I mean, when I, I haven't gone into a studio in a long time, but yeah. like when I did, it would probably just be like, oh yeah, whatever. The tenth is a massive anxiety day. Yeah. Before that, I'll just be over prepared so that it's no problem. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I guess that is the nice of the whole. I'll just be like, oh, I suck today. I'll maybe yeah. I'll, uh, <laughs> next, yeah. next time I sit down, maybe it'll just be a better day. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll but it's time. definitely nicer. Yeah. I mean, if you know, you just gotta give yourself the discipline to get it done. But yeah, it's yeah. nice being able to do it at home. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, like, uh, how, how's the drum micing been going? I home. think it's it's going okay. I, I made like a short little thing for Instagram where, I, first of all, I know people are, are going to mm. probably hear it on the phone, but for me, even to see how it translates, um, I thought it was okay. Yeah. You know, the toms, I, I'm doing two overheads, a snare and a kick mic. I mm. only have two old Scarlet 2i2s that I've yeah, I chained that. together yeah. and made into a four input. So, I, by the way, side note, that is the eight input one or yeah, Scarlet? Yeah, so this, no, this is the Claret. Claret. So this is like the newer version of. And the how Scarlet. many inputs do you have on that? That's eight. Eight. See, that's eight nice. I, yeah. Eventually, I may upgrade into that. And yeah, I mean, it's talk awesome. About that at some yeah, point. yeah, like I mean, that, we we've been doing like eight mics on the drums uh-huh. in here, and it's been nice. Well, so know? the thing is, I feel I'm just missing a little punch on the toms. Like Ooh. I did like a, a, a like a double kick kind of one of those like metal type of fills in, in the thing I was doing, um, and. It was like, yeah. you know, on the electric kit, that's the thing is with the nice recorded samples that have close mics, room mics, you get like a, a I, that's like the only thing that's missing. Perfect but sound, yeah. For like a natural drum sound though and like lighter playing, it's no comparison now. I realize the electric kit is not the same. And Yeah. You know, I mean, I've, I've played drums for a long time and, and, and never owned a real kit, but played on other people's real mm-hmm. kits and, and played with my dad when I was like a... a you know, really young in church and stuff and uh, on the drums. So like, then I've had electric kits at home though, mm-hmm. to not really bother anybody. And, and um, 
I haven't played an electric uh, real kit in a while, and I realized like it's nice, right? The touch and the sensitivity yeah, and the, the things you could do. I, I have like brushes now that I've been playing some other Very stuff. Nice. Like honestly, something I'm gonna do, and, and I'm not sure if I'll make it like a full YouTube thing where I'm gonna play like extended solos yeah. or just play it on Instagram. We'll move on to the next thing as like a lesson, but. Um, I'm learning the girl from Ipanema nice. and I was thinking, I'm like, I'm going to take the brushes and like scrape <laughs> it on the shit and get like a, yeah. you know, it's and just like, whatever, have fun with that. Probably add a baseline. Yeah, I'm probably just going to play it yeah. like, short and uh, maybe I'll go back in at some point though. I it's, it's so accessible to like the guitar. Like you can just, anybody can sit down, yeah. you know, it's yeah. just like, you know, you can drum with your hands. It's, it's, it's such so like, it's such a too. primitive thing. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's fun. But. And that too, that, that feeling of hitting an actual drum is kind of, again, it's like yeah. almost feel like connected to the most primitive. Yeah. Basically, Especially when you're hitting the shit, shit out of it. Tied like, over a circle that we're just going to be like, boop, with damn. a stick. Like it's not, doesn't quite translate to the electric kit, even though. Do like, you like the electric kit? It's like really, I mean, it's pretty good. You, know, you wouldn't I mean, get rid of it though. If you like, because I'm thinking of getting one just to like play at night, like fucking. Yeah, sure. That's, yeah, that's cool. No, I wouldn't get rid of it. No way. <laughs> yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. No way I would get rid of it. But it's too useful for that type of stuff. Yeah. It's, and and it really like if you want to break it down, like I got that kit for I think it was like 300 bucks at Guitar Center. The electric. Yeah. Was the breakdown pretty skinny? Breaks. I mean, if you really wanted to put it away and take it, it basically has like a Allen wrench mm -hmm. and like a drum key are the two like sizes of nice. probably things you need. So if you just have an Allen wrench and that little drum key. You could just take that apart. It would probably be like what a couple of poles you could yeah. stack, and, and then, then a the few pads, pads you could yeah. stack, and that's it. Yeah. So it's like that's nothing. I you know, and I have it set up right now because I'm not sure what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Um, if if whatever I want to play at three in the morning and yeah. decide to leave it up, fine. But if I want the space back, I'll see. Dang. I'm still figuring out the mics and everything. It's kind yeah, of just so my so a nerdy project I've undertaken just yeah. to be like, why not? Actually, the thing is, once I've gotten the electric drum sounding nice, I've almost fucked myself and <laughs> been like, let's Dang. go back to square one. I don't know what I'm doing. I've never tuned a drum set before for anybody or anything. Yeah, you know? yeah. Do you, I mean, like, do you record the electric drum kit through like an amp or do you go directly? Oh, into so it's yeah, I'm routing it through like contact, and I was using these samples from uh, this company called Get Good Drums. That there's a band called Periphery. Yeah. I don't know if you ever heard of progressive metal band. Uh, they make these samples with one of their band members is like an engineer, I guess, mm. very talented guy. And he captures like, uh, like cab simulations for like, um, you know, like you, I don't know if you ever used like an amp sim. Yeah. So he, he has like good cabs, these Zilla cabs. Um, they do like drum sets, like rare drum sets that their nice. band's drummer has. So you get like these minor symbols that are like really clean recorded samples that you could add compression and EQ yeah. afterwards that are pretty clean. So um of like a good drum kit that you couldn't touch and really yeah. honestly a being it i'm like yeah you know what i feel a little bit of sense of realism is present in my real kit now that's that's nice and i like right. but man is it pretty good like Dang. through the e-kit too it's like a, maybe even again like there's a maybe a subtle latency yeah but it's you know but i mean good, if yeah. you're just playing and you want a good sound it's light years better than the 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 controller it came with because that's yeah. the thing for 300 bucks that you're not getting good sounds like yeah but the pads are mesh and the symbols are not the best symbols in the world. Like they're not the rolling ones with the bell or anything. And you can't like do like a probably like a choke. But yeah. but they, they work Still decently. Good, I mean, yeah. I, I it's not too bad. If, if that yeah. was like the only way you could play a drum set, dude, for 300 bucks and the mesh heads and stuff, Dang. that's not bad. Yeah. Maybe so, there's a better one now. It's been, it's been a couple and years. And I, I bet that complete package you got too probably has some nice yeah. drum samples in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's got a few cool ones i, I mean made any a, type of kit you want yeah yeah there's like a cuba sounds of cuba <laughs> nice. with like some really cool bongos some Latin and, percussive yeah shit. yeah yeah and again it's like i mean it's kind of cool i'm starting to think like gee if i had a, like a like something i could go to guitar center and get a little djembe or something like, yeah, like dang. that could be cool but like it is nice to have something that you know 
just but, easily do it. Yeah. So the drum kit's not the most practical thing in the world, but it's I, fun. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> and so, like I said, like I, I when I heard uh, the song that you you know worked on together um, and the drum kit and stuff, I was wondering about that because I noticed like, did you use that or anything or what what you did? No, not not for that sure. song. But uh, I mean, we've talked about it. I well, because with your stuff. It's like very big. You want this huge drum sound. Well, I mean, at least for the songs we're doing. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like it always depends on the song. And the ones that I'm working on right now for the Infuge stuff, it's really dry. It's kind of like almost simulated to be an electronic kit. So it's all close mic, really dry. You're not getting yeah. a room, not getting a big Zeppelin sound. Yeah. I feel like the stuff that you're doing right now, you want this big kind of yeah. roomy Zeppelin sound that sometimes you can't get away with not recording it in a big room you just have to mm -hmm. record it in a nice big ass room which yeah. is what estuary has but i'm at that point where like if you just get a big room and maybe just rent an airbnb or something that's what i've been thinking of lately interesting just get a nice airbnb for like the weekend or maybe yeah. you know a couple days it just has a big open living mm -hmm. room that's kind of cool because you still have the the luxury of home recording and it's not like you have four hours and that's it. But you got the deadline though on you, right? But you still have a little bit of fire on your ass because you have the, you know, you have a few days to record in this place. So yeah. that, that's it's funny a, that's that you guys say world. this. Are you at all inspired by the idea of like uh, that song "When the Levee Breaks" on Zeppelin Four? Is I love that because they recorded too. it at that uh, uh, at an air. They recorded that at an Airbnb. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And then they called Uber Eats and they yeah, actually yeah. them when they were stoned. And were like, yeah. yeah, we need fucking McDonald's. Yeah, perfect. Um, but no, it was like Headley Grange is like a, what, a place that they rented, like a mansion. Yeah. And I think the way it was recorded is the overheads are on the first over like staircase of this like three-story mansion yeah. over the stairwell. And then he's at the bottom on the first floor with the kit is what I think was yeah. like Rick Beato or something one of those like nerdy-ass videos I was watching. Was oh, no, I see. I like so that's kit. where that, that like, and then they have uh, like that Vincent Echo Rec thing that was like the old tape echo yeah. on the drums to get that slap back for the thing. Uh, yeah, I he's just, not actually I, playing I the extra kicks and stuff, yeah. I think. They're they're like a, an echo, really. Mm. So um, They have samples of that It's like a cool kit. sound. It's a unique uh, sound for that reason. Yeah. Like, they were thinking the same thing. We yeah. get the benefit of being outside of some place like Abbey Road or whatever and, like, right, and, like, hang out more at a house, yeah. chill vibe. And yeah, a lot of bands have done that, of a, of I feel a mansion. Like, yeah. There's a lot of, So like, when you were both saying that, I was like, yeah, that definitely is, that's an iconic drum sound, man. When the so levee breaks, good. that's a great, great, great song. That's a great idea. Uh, like somewhere in Austin or even Anywhere, a little outside yeah. of Austin. Yeah. I mean, could be yeah, cool. somewhere in Austin would be nice just for ease of moving. But yeah, maybe somewhere out that you could be recording into the wee hours of the night. And right. Not be mm -hmm. disturbing exactly. People. Yeah. I went to this place in Alpine, Texas about six months ago. Dang. And yeah, I was telling you about it, but... um. I don't think I've been there, but I like that word. It sounds... Alpine. Is it it's piney? By, it's by Marfa. Okay. It's, it's really close cool. to Marfa. Yeah. And... um. I went out there with a microphone and a guitar, and I mean, I was belting it out at 3 a.m. Dang. <laughs> and I was in a little log cabin, and uh, there were other ones there, but they were all like a quarter of a mile or a half a mile away. So, like, you, there were still other people, but I mean, you, you could be space, loud late. Yeah, there's some space. Something like that would be cool. I think I'm, mm. I'm more creative at night, you know? I am too, man. Like, I, I don't know what it is, but there's something about. I don't know. Just maybe like, your brain just starts to function on a different wavelength. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like uh, I know they said like when you're on low sleep, it's like you're intoxicated. So yeah, yeah it's just kind of <laughs> in this different state. I think I've heard so many like musicians I like watch interviews of even say, say things that? like that. Like you yeah. know, I think Quincy Jones, like Michael Jackson's producer and stuff, said that one time. Like the muses visit you the most at like the they, middle of the night and stuff. I know Hans Zimmer says he does all his shit. Really? At night. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. just like composes only at night. Yeah, yeah. Which For some just, reason, I'm actually like the most functional at like. 
I don't know, like 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> like, like, like early, bright and early, it actually works the best for me. But. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm most functional then, but I'm most creative at yeah. that. That's, at yeah, okay, time. I can see that, yeah. for sure. So it's kind of vomited out in, into the computer Shit at 2 I never recorded then, that was like cool improv stuff probably happened at like 3 in the morning. Yeah. I couldn't sleep. And like, I'm just going to play piano. Yeah, that's I'm most like, of my demos. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, you know, if I looked at the created time, probably like at midnight or something. Then the next day, I'm like, let me recreate that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> doesn't work. Mm. So what'd you sing last night? I did Killing in the Name of. Dang. Um, it's, I, I love, I mean, it was awesome because uh, it was the last song. And so it was like 155 or something. And they're like, we got one more. Nick, come on up. Dang. So shut it down with killing the name of. Yeah. Really, yeah. My voice doesn't sound like my normal normal <laughs> voice. I I did my Dude. I did my best. I tried so hard to sound like Zach. Dude. Yeah. I remember at your party that was like the last song <laughs> we sang before I left. Yeah. At your house. Yeah. For that one birthday. It's That's like, a good such a good, good song to shut song. it down. Yeah. 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 I was I was looking on. I don't know if it was Instagram or whatever. Instagram or YouTube, just like the shorts that fucking, you watch one and then you watch two and you just, you know, you're there for an hour. But there was one this morning where this guy was playing his little acoustic guitar and this little like four-year-old was singing the Killing in the Name of Oh, nice. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> so yeah. funny, yeah. It's <laughs> like and a little was, baby singing it. Yeah. The fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. I didn't, she didn't sing that part. But yeah. <laughs> well, that's pretty much how their attitude is. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Dang. Uh, but yeah, nice. Yeah, I wish I could have made it out. I was like pre-gaming here, and I got like too dizzy. <laughs> Put some frankly, that's, dude. <laughs> that's good. What were you, What were you doing over here? Drinking whiskey? Uh, frankly. Oh, frankly. Frankly, yeah. I was. I've been doing tequila lately because I I've never been into it, but I kind of you know getting into my Mexican roots, you know, my heritage, <laughs> and it's it's been nice. But yeah, I went back over to the vodka yesterday, and then my cousins were uh, swimming at my grandma's, so. They were just drinking straight fireball. You would normally drink <laughs> straight <vodka> fireball. <laughs> yeah, what was that? If you're drinking liquor, you drink a vodka. Um, I like whiskey, but I it just uh, the hangovers aren't that great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're yeah. not great. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're drinking uh, f- fireball straight up, and so I was just drinking some frankly Tequila's straight up. Tequila's a little up. rough, man. I probably yeah, I'd probably drink some shit with vodka in it first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Were they drinking fireball on the rocks? No, like just out of the thing. shot, like pools, just taking pools of fireball. Is that a pool straight from the bottle? Yeah, yeah, pools. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Isn't that what it's meant for? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. I can't imagine having more than, I mean. But we were in the pool, so I you have to, to take a pool if you're in the pool. Yeah, that's exactly I think, right. I think I remember years ago back when I lived in New York, one of my friends told me they went into some bar and were like, can I get some fireball? And they were like, I don't think we really serve that here. <laughs> it attracts the wrong kind of crowd. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, the fuck? I mean, I the, shot, man. God, the, the time I got most drunk was on Fireball's cousin, which uh-huh. is uh Goldschlager, yeah, that's that cinnamon liqueur, little flakes in it. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I, there's a. I don't think anyone's noticed, but like, uh, we have a this live show I put on SoundCloud, and it's from 2009 or something, and it was when I first started drinking. But I started drinking at 21, so I was like, uh-huh. I didn't know my limits. I was like, oh, buy <laughs> beer. So I got, oh no, I was 20, and I got really drunk, and the whole show. It's just like slurring. I, I fall over at one point. I remember. <laughs> Wait, is this a live show? It's a live or, show, yeah. but it's just the audio recordings. The yeah. only thing that I have. Uh, Brian Mahood had recorded it, and it's just like yelling and saying just like cringe shit. Oh my god! <laughs> and like the my guitar playing's all off, and uh, it was bad. But I remember I got kicked out of the uh, place. Oh my after god! That. Where, where but was it? Was it? After that, uh, Creekside. <laughs> Holy shit! So where's the rec- uh, recording? 
It's on SoundCloud, our SoundCloud. Oh, I can't wait to watch. Yeah, to I, I need to put it on YouTube. Also, yeah, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I haven't done that in a while. I've like, gotten that shit face and played because it just it doesn't turn out that well. It it kind of messes your voice up a little bit too. Yeah, if you're a singer, yeah, like yeah. I, I could probably get drunk right now and play guitar well, yeah. or bass or something. What's your pre-show ritual? Do you do you sip on some red Ten wine? Shots of vodka. Yeah. <laughs> some fireball. What do you do? Pre shows lately, I just try to drink a lot of room temperature water. Yeah. And then do my warm ups. That's that's boring, but it's uh yeah. it's, effective. It's yeah. effective. Yeah. yeah. And then afterwards I do <laughs> balls. Yeah. 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 I, I think <laughs> afterwards is probably a good post show yeah. ritual, yeah. Maybe a little bit more exciting. Yeah, post show I like to I like to get some drinks in. Yeah, that, that last show, um, when you were there, man, that was fun. I got kind of drunk after that. Was that was fun. very fun. Y'all were awesome. Come and yeah. take it. Oh, sp- speaking of shows, so I've been thinking about my live rig, and I know I've I'm probably mentioned it to both of y'all. I know you for sure. I want to start doing some shows back here, like in yeah. the backyard, and I realized all I need are some uh, powered speakers, and everything can run off this. So it'd be cool to kind of, you know, do some little home backyard shows. Definitely. Oh, so you're, you're going to get, like, um, just, like, bigger speakers to hook up yeah like basically just that though um you know ones that are meant for kind of outside like they outdoor, got a metal yeah. grill and like stuff. a pa so yeah, that'll yeah. just be kind of like the amplifier for the pa yeah but like... yeah but since they're powered you know this won't need to send power to the speaker yeah. so yeah but yeah so yeah. i think that'd be cool to do at some point yeah but, uh, i don't know I, I feel like the venues are kind of weird these days I, I, back in the day it was more easier to get a show I don't know, more places had shows. Uh-huh. Well, I feel like now there's kind of like a limited number of places to play on like the lower level circuit or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like most yeah. of these other venues like Mohawk and Stubbs, I feel like most of that is like international or national touring acts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, sure. you know, is... What's that place next to Elysium? Um, Next to Elysium. There was like Red Eye Fly, which I don't know if they're there anymore. There was Beerland. Beerland. They okay, they yeah. There? I don't. I thought they left. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. But y'all used to play there, right? Yeah, we we'll played there once or twice. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Elysium a lot. Elysium a lot. Yeah. Wait. So you're in, in Georgetown yeah, area? Yeah. Are there any cool venues up there? Uh, I have no idea. I haven't really. Looked. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really thought about it that much. I, honestly, right. right now, I'm I'm like learning how to play piano. And yeah. Focused on just getting good and not really too like. You know, even though you'll see me on the internet, make occasionally it's like it's like what I'm learning or practicing. It's not so much like yeah, as much like look at me, mm-hmm. you know. Hey man, it's, so, all, it's all practice, you know. <laughs> to an extent, it really is. So I'm just like whatever. I like, you know, probably the sound of the piano the best out of everything, and I'd, I'd like to probably if I was going to play for people, play on that instead of guitar. Yeah. So I'm just like transitioning at you know I'm no probably already. Really, like I told you, I already it takes me like a second longer to, to think about what I'm playing on guitar than piano anyway, because mm-hmm. intuitively from starting over again, the notes are more clear and, and on piano, like logical to me than the guitar. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're kind of chromatic, right? Yeah, and stuff. So, like, to me, like, I'll always be like, kind of think for a second, what was that section that I got? Like, when I'm time to play again over it on guitar, I'm like, it's kind of like E flat major seven or something. Yeah, like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, 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 okay, but like. Again, on piano, if it would just be like, I probably would read it and be like, okay. Nice. You know, but like, just like that split. I like your t-shirt. <laughs> I just <laughs> noticed. Yeah. That's sick. It's pretty cool. It's like a, let's see, like a Is that your band? Pink <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm pink. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that from Have a Cigar? What's it by the name? Which one? Yeah. By the way, which one's pink? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's probably my favorite I, one right now. 
Your favorite song. Really? Yeah. I never really like was into it. <laughs> when I was like uh, 18 and uh, and I lived in New York and I was in like a heavy metal band, we did like Have a Cigar, the Dang. version of Dang. some nice. shit ass demo that we recorded in a studio, no less, with a guy yeah. that was... Uh, much more talented engineers than you know we probably deserve. Is it online to hear somewhere? I wonder. Uh, maybe if Dang. I could. I don't. I don't have a copy of it as far as I'm aware. If I could track it down, I'll find it. It's <laughs> very funny. Um, I'm trying to picture how how you could translate that to metal. Oh man, I don't it's know. It's kind well, of a funky song. All right, so I mean, it was like yeah, a so weird, really groovy. We had a da, weird da, style da, anyway. Da. We kind of tried to be like. Uh, we were into bands like, I don't know, uh, Between the Buried and Me, Dillinger Escape Plan, uh, Mastodon, um, Tool, nice. uh, Meshuggah, and stuff. So, I don't know, stuff like bands like Between the Buried and Me would do stuff like play jazz mm-hmm. and then like be back into like a blast beat and like 300 BPM like death metal shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The guy would be like... Ugh. Yeah. So... Um, we would do stuff like that. There's so like that's no how we ended up second. being like, fuck it. Yeah, how can we make it? Yeah. I don't know. We did. Or my friend started playing saxophone sometimes on like, and sometimes awesome. it would be like, Dang. I'd be playing these metal riffs that are like in like whatever, I don't know, like 9 8 or something. And he's supposed to be adding some, like the Mars Volta was another band Dang. I was obsessed with. So, you know, shit that's like a just shit, massive noise. Like, um, you know, like that drummer Thomas Pridgen that played with them on that, um, what's that album called? I think that he played uh, two albums that are yeah, both. He's drumming on the first one though was ridiculous with um there's like a lady covering a basket on her head. Uh Bedlam and Goliath. Bedlam and Goliath. Oh my god, dude. They were like telling him I guess to just play all out and he just Yeah, that's his style. He just like goes over the top. It like, is, but I don't I'd say he's probably my least favorite of my favorite Mars Volta album is actually Francis the Mute. Yeah. That's John Yeah, John Theodore does the first three, Delaus, Francis the Mute. And then what's the one after Francis to me? Tetragrammatron or no, uh, no. it's oh shit, Amputecture. Yeah, but that song is that's the opening song, which yeah. is an awesome. Like Prague song It's like twenty yeah. minutes long, has a million parts and all this cool shit. But, but yeah, talk, no, he's he, he's good. he's a good. Well, that's yeah. the thing. That's one of those people I appreciate his immense skill. And, yeah, and yeah, sure. My uh, actually my favorite musical album is Francis the Mute. But, mm. um, anyway, yeah, he yeah he goes off. Not that anyone asked about that, but <laughs> hey, man. Got to gotta give uh, credit where credit is due to the greats. You know? I, I love the Mars Volta. Yeah, they're pretty cool. What's that song on Francis Mute that's like, I think it's called, it's got like seven apostrophes in it. And it's like, it starts off like, da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Seven apostrophes? It's got two apostrophes. Oh, really? But it's like. In the title, in what? It's like this. It's probably something from Amputecture or something. What's the, what's the album with the red car? The I, kinda, car? I, I think that rhythm is familiar to me, but. Yeah. With the red mask or something? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's Francis. Oh, yeah, Francis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what's that song? Because there's like a 30 minute song. Oh, in there, like it's like 10 minutes, I think, or 11 Elvia? minutes. Elvia? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Elvia! Yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That has John Fashanti from the Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. playing really? opening solo. Really? And then. Uh, the guy Omar from the band plays like something that's like really abstract and weird and like out type of sounding versus yeah. the like more pentatonic thing that like yeah oh man that song is great yeah yeah it's so cool that's why it's such a good album because yeah you have John Fashanti doing guitar and then Flea playing trumpet I believe really and he plays bass too I think he on him the and they uh, they contributed to like all the early Volta albums he yeah. was like the bassist the set most of the session work oh damn I think. yeah he has credit wow, on every cool. single one they were like unofficial members of the Mars Volta yeah. for a while I think. I wonder if that was from like just the Rick Rubin relationship because I think uh, Rick possibly, Rubin yeah. produced sure. 
those first. Few I think they just became friendly somehow, yeah. and it was like, yeah, dude, totally. Like they were into that music, you know. But the Mars Volta, as far as they have like a funny, almost like an ego type of thing. They're like the Mars Volta is Cedric, whatever his yeah. name is, Zavala and uh, Omar Rodriguez Lopez. And uh, so then it's like, but our supporting cast was, and if you look, it always says, yeah, mm. John Frusciante, Flea, yeah. and then a million other names. So, like. Um, is he back with Chili Peppers, John Frusciante? He's kind of in and out, right? Is he? I have no idea. I thought he was out. Yeah. Was he, was he dipping his toes back in? Nah, he's probably still out. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I don't he know. did solo stuff, didn't he? After. Yeah. I don't know. I think he had like some drug issues uh, or something. Yeah. Now they got that guy that sits in a chair. Well, that's why he had that weird album in like the nineties, right? Where yeah, he was, like, I heard that dude. That and was, was his friend? Up, was it like Johnny Depp was friends with him or something? Was visiting him? There's like know. video of him oh, like really? being like talking to him, being like, "You okay, man?" He's all, like, oh, "Yeah, shit. I'm just yeah. trying to make a song." And the song is like, you know, he's like, "It's pretty good. I really poured my heart out into it." And he's like just screaming into the mic like, "I'm oh, fucked up and yeah, I die," dude, you know. Shit. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's like hard album. to almost watch. It's like so. And he's at like rock bottom, but someone has like a camera in his face, being like, "Yeah, this dude's like a wreck." Yeah. But Show after biz. that, and that's the thing is, then he gained that weight back from being all like thin and junky looking, and oh, he rejoined the Chili Peppers, and he was really good for a while. And again, I think he just left, and probably I don't know, yeah. if like you know, whatever, probably a lifelong issue to an extent, you know. Yeah. I mean, look at like I don't know, like didn't Chris Cornell kind of like relapse and then just randomly mm. kill himself? I guess, yeah. Yeah. Drugs are a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a hell of, it's funny. I was just talking about that Dave Chappelle shit. I don't know if you remember that skit. Yeah. The thing was like, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Rick James. Rick James. Because yeah. I was just watching that thing where he's like, I, I wouldn't put my feet up on Eddie's couch. I have more sense than that. Yeah, I remember putting my feet yeah. up on his couch. Because <laughs> he could buy another one. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. It's like, dang. Indeed. Thank you, Rick James. Oh, yeah. I was watching a little Chappelle show the other day. It's classic. It's it a is. classic. Yeah. <laughs> So, what's your song you're working on? Anything right now? Well, see, I, I know finished, last time we, we met up, you talked about that one song. And I finished it about maybe a day later than I said I would. So, yeah. I was pretty good about finishing it, only a day late. Um, and then I wanted to do um, that uh, Mood for a Day, like acoustic thing. Um, and I decided just instead of playing the whole thing, there's, there's a little bit. I trimmed kind of the fat out and cut it down to... Mm -hmm. <laughs> an Instagram-sized minute. Oh, nice. Because, you know, honestly, I was like, he repeats a few parts, and y'all get the idea. I'm like, you know, I realize, I'm like, <laughs> instead of doing it for, for like, a full four minutes, I'm like, I, I can cut the important parts. Yeah. yeah. So I said, yeah, that's that's fine, and then I'll just move on to the next thing. So I was like, um, then I, like I talked about, I, I pretty much got to a point with Giant Steps where I was comfortable to be like, I'm going to play that on, on the piano and, and kind of, like, whatever, comp the chords for myself. Yeah, and nice. Play a solo, so I did that. And then that's why I jumped into... Um, I wanted to kind of this year, I thought I'd learn, like, three songs really well and start to move them in all 12 keys so that, like... Mm. Then in the future, when I'm starting to move songs around, if, like whatever, you know, like um, sometimes like even my sister sings a little bit and she'll say a random song, like, and then she'll say, can we move it to another key? You know, that's like a good exercise to be like, yeah, sure. Especially on the piano, you know, on guitar, I could just move my capo along for yeah. years and years and be like, sure. But now I'm like, okay, everything shifts. So it's like, okay, we're going to go from whatever, A flat to A now. Yeah. Like, you know, think for a second, like, okay, we're going from the one chord to the four chord, but now in A instead of A flat. So like the more, even again, when it's like a thing like Giant Steps where it's like, chord 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 like to move that to another key now it's like okay how many kind of chords are like I'll probably in think the, about it for a while is that i mean is that more jazzy to where it's like well it's tough because especially the top of it is beginning basically it's like um like uh, you familiar with the concept of like a, of like going like two five one in any key like the two chord five chord one right so it's all over jazz so like here it's there but it's in like three keys that on the circle of fifths are like like completely the furthest points apart yeah. from each other possible. So the reason it's tricky is like you're playing an idea here and then you already have to be here. So like 
it kind of it's almost like speaking like Spanish and then English and then like German, <laughs> they, you know, and then Spanish, English, German. Yeah. You're like losing track of what your thought was a second ago because now you're moving to a new key. But so you just have to get used to it, really. It's all it's, you know, I just spent a little time each time I would practice just even like 10 minutes of playing. It can be like, OK, day after day, so I get more comfortable to the real tricky part is the top doesn't follow that at all. So at the, once you get comfortable in the middle section that you're just going like more or less two, five, one and that key, two, five, one, two, five, one. You get to the top, and at the top, every time it starts to jump in just odd places. Like mm. right away, you go like B major seven to D seven, which already now there's like no notes in common between those. So like the only common note I think is F sharp. So you probably want to aim towards F sharp to yeah. be like in now, and then get into that new key that you're in, which is you're going to D. I mean G. So it's like an awkward pull where that just keeps going through a chain for a little while and it, it's very confusing at first. Sounds like the most fucked up way to learn. It's really fucked up. But what I realized is, because I would say this to my dad, is is like so much better and smarter than I am at everything music theory. And so like for years, I've been like a guitarist that just like could kind of find the key of a song and like just kind of like occasionally I started to get into like playing like through all the modes, but I would still be like kind of attached to that key or kind of favor a pentatonic flavor and stuff, you know? So it's like, he, I would never understand how someone could think about like, the, but the piano, I guess, has given me the opportunity to realize that you can think about each chord as it passes. You just have to have the repetition to know what, like, I never thought about the notes when I was Yeah. There. So that's why I never got any reps. So I never like got anything internalized. So I would just lose track Damn. of where I am and not really know, like even a blues, I play a blues so much better now because like, I know what the progression is supposed to sound like. Yeah. In the past, I kind of knew, you know, that's like a thing that I feel like that happens with guitar if you don't have any teachers or anything is like or if you know kind of teaching yourself and kind of getting random advice is like um you just may know kind of know something but you don't really know it so if you don't really know it you can't go further because you don't you don't understand the yeah you know and a lot of advanced jazz stuff really comes from the blues or 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 simpler progressions that are like that's the thing is a complicated jazz song is really just simpler chord progressions all glued together into a big fucking mess so Decoding that mess just takes yeah, time I, and patience. I need to get into that more, man. Like the jazz stuff, it's. <laughs> well, the only reason I'm doing it is I figure that by the time, like, really more venues start to reopen, like, I can play. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, I, and instead of, like, I've listened, like, especially, like you even said, I've, I've gone even whatever a couple of years ago and gotten shit faced at an open mic and like forgot how to play guitar and don't remember where the notes are you know what i mean because it's yeah. like exactly as soon as you get shit faced too now it's like like hopefully now i'll have it internalized enough where you could fucking chloroform yeah. me and if i woke yeah. up i'd be like yeah man I've, I've always been jealous of people who can like get really shit faced and like i yeah still no, play I, you know I'm, i i guess it's like you know the greats and stuff like uh i don't know probably like Jimi hendrix or what i don't know was he fucked up when he played live I'm sure Probably that people LSD. even were trying to give him drugs without him even knowing <laughs> it to get him on stage to keep making money off of him. I yeah. think that's pretty much what happened. Damn. Poor Jimmy. His manager was like, you're thinking about leaving to go like do, um, you know how you want to like kind of quit doing Jimi Hendrix experience, I think, and go do mm. like uh, more like a freer thing with more musicians. Like uh, what's that band of gypsies stuff? Um, oh, there's really? kind of a rumor that his, his manager was like a sketchy dude that was like, I want you, you know, with yeah. Mitch Mitchell and Noel Redding doing the experience. That's what's making me money and selling tickets. And, and that he was like, yeah, his handlers were kind of keep him fed with Damn. acid and stuff so that he would. Jesus. That's why sometimes he would like mutter weird shit and just leave stage sometimes if he was like the acid was affecting him weird towards the end Damn. of his life. Like That's what happened with Elvis. Like yeah. his man, the, his manager tried to pressure him to stay 
in the music business because you know if you ever watch him talk like it seems like he had no idea what the hell he was doing and this dude was probably taking all the money out of his account he's just like yeah baby i just want to live by a stream and make music (laughs) you know what i mean like the way probably every musician kind of is to some extent so probably even more so for him he was like the most spacey person i could probably picture so um yeah, I think he was just probably like, whatever, man, cool. <laughs> Have more acid, Jim. It's no problem. The money's all good. Yeah, dang. Music so, industry, dude. That's why I'm glad it's like nice these days to where that old system's kind of gone to where there's... I'm sure that to some extent, like, scouts are still out there. Yeah. But it's not as much in the back, like back in the day to where it's like, you know, you just needed to get signed and then yeah. you kind of had all this money behind you, but still all that money behind you kind of... You had to sign away the rights, and then you were kind of, yeah. you know, I, I know like these days when you get like a label sign, they that's like it's basically like a, cre- a line of credit, like you have to you don't get any money until you pay back the studio. Sure, for and that's why even with shows, use. I don't know what kind of stuff you guys go through, but I recall it being kind of like even as a more like a kid trying to understand the world, you know. Oh, you guys will sell a hundred tickets. You just have to buy them first, and you know we don't realize we're sixteen. Like sure, yeah, and then yeah, we're like yeah, oh yeah. fuck, we just paid. Like two hundred dollars to play for our moms and like you know a co- yeah. the other bands or whatever, right? And like um, you know, I don't know. I just I know just so like even though maybe then in theory, okay, we got good and uh, someone saw us and signed us to a record label. You know, you were still getting fucked. Yeah, at yeah. every level, because then you even got signed and now you got to pay that record label yeah. back. And the whole thing is about just yeah. L- luckily, that hasn't gone on too much uh-huh. lately. Like I know Red Eyes Fly used to do that all the time. They'd be like, you know, they'd give you the printed sure. tickets and be like, you know, sell these and stuff, but. I mean, it, it, it was nice just to be able to have the opportunity to play on stage, but yeah, it's kind of uh, a little way to take advantage of newer musicians. But these days, I mean, it, it is nice to to play at the venues and to just have that sound system like somewhere nice, like come and take it. But sure. um, yeah, I mean, they definitely don't get much these days. It's but, I, I, I mean, f- you know, whatever. I mean, you you find places that you at least like to work with, you think are more reasonable, and you can kind of cancel out who's not. Yeah, or, to an extent. I mean, they're, or they're, you find well, maybe at this point with I mean, obviously everything's shutting down. It's probably like, harder and harder. Yeah, right? I mean, like the biggest thing with venues these days is that they just have good sound and they're they're chill uh-huh. people, you know. Because sure. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like when I first started out, there was a lot of just I don't know. I don't know if they're just like jaded working at these smaller venues, but they just kind of have like bad attitudes. Yeah, some of the older venues that aren't around anymore. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I is guess that, it's just that kind of simple for you. I liked playing at uh, Rattle Inn a lot. Remember when we did some shows there? You ever go to Rattle Inn? Uh, I haven't really. It's on West Side. Yeah, they by had, Star Bar. Yeah, uh-huh. they had always, they always had great sound there. Yeah, I think they did. They close down. Yeah, well, they I think they changed the name or I think Rattle Inn closed and some new place opened up there. Oh yeah, it did. Um, Is it Valhalla? No, it's like. Something to do with bees. It's like the beehive. <laughs> it's like it's not called the beehive, but it's honey something. Some, yeah, some like punny type of name yeah. now, and it's completely different. Dang. Yeah, that place is cool because like, it was two stories yeah. and nice. Yeah. So, have you been to Carousel Lounge? Did I ask you that already? Carousel Lounge in Austin. Yeah. No, where's that? It's a little like hole in the wall venue off of Fifty First and Thirty Five. Okay. Like right by Mueller area. Yeah. Um, but it's really cool. It's kind of like a long shaped building. Um, it's pretty wide. You walk in, there's a little bar there and then there's like a little stage that's probably like an inch off the ground, but it's still a stage. (laughs) Technically. Yeah. yeah, But it was pretty cool, man. They had like some, uh, kind of pop punk stuff. Um, my wife had went last weekend 
to watch uh, an old coworker's boyfriend's band, and they were playing again this Friday. So we, I went and checked it out, and it was pretty cool. Really? They had like a nice little turnout. And is it um, a new new bar? I or? think it's been around yeah. for a while. Carousel Lounge, but yeah, no cover. Nice. Uh, bring your own liquor. They really? Sell, like, beer and mixers there. Yeah, that's cool. Really nice. Carousel Lounge. I'll have to go. Yeah. But, are, y'all, uh, are y'all playing any shows? Do y'all have anything on the books? July 21st, I think, at Come and Take It. Awesome. Like some other pop punk bands. Um, and then maybe something in September there. But that Carousel Lounge looks like a cool place to try to get a gig. And then, damn, I was thinking of another venue right now. I was going to mention. I miss Red River. I miss playing on Red River and yeah. being on Red River. I, was I haven't there. played there in a long time, dude. Yeah, I was. I would like to play at a place like Cheer Up Charlie's or something. They have a really cool like Stage. Red Rocks looking. Yeah, next that, to the cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That place is badass. Yeah. See, I've passed that before and never gone in like to go to some other like maybe I've seen a concert at the Parish of like some band I knew. Yeah. Oh, you said you played there though, the Parish, right? Mm-hmm. And what did yeah. you think of that place? I like it. I, I saw some bands and I thought they sounded good there. Yeah, though. the yeah. sound is great. Yeah. It sounds great. Parish. The lights cool upstairs. Yeah. Oh, I think we played there one time, and then we played downstairs like once or twice. But they got rid of that now. Uh-huh. But they used to have two stages, like one up and. One I've only down. yeah, I've only been upstairs there. I saw Joywave there; it was freaking awesome. Nice. I used to go to shows there a lot, but yeah, I guess COVID. I haven't been back. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I don't. It is a weird venue though, because it's like I feel like they don't get really like you know like Kanye West isn't gonna play there. But I saw like Paul Gilbert there, and that was badass. Yeah, you know? like I, I guess it's sort of like I don't know, like mid tier yep. bands or something. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I like to see, man. I like to see like badass musicians at like smaller, well, like a smaller venue than that, the Irwin Center. You know, you know uh, that place, Emos. I've, I've seen a couple. Like I saw Buckethead there. Is um, the new one on Riverside? Is is it new anymore? I don't know. <laughs> what did you I, go to the, on Riverside to see? Uh, I guess. Yeah. Um, Last couple of years, three years. It was a while ago. So. <laughs> was it downtown? Well, I mean, on I'm, I'm, well, I only probably was here for like a year before COVID. Oh, so you okay. know what I mean. Like in that year, I saw like actually caught a, a lot of cool bands, um, and went to some places. Like I passed Cheer Up Charlie's, and I've been to the Parish, and I've been to Emos and some other places on like Sixth Street type of area, and seen some bands. A lot of bands I actually liked for a much better price than I probably would have saw them. Mm-hmm. Like trying to go from Long Island traveling into Manhattan. So yeah. Um, so, but anyway, I'm gonna see Jacob Collier that time, and like I told you, like that dude's like a fucking yeah musical mutant. Where's he playing? And Parish? nobody probably knows who the fuck he is, and that's a middle type of place. But yeah. I, I do, and I know that he's pretty yeah. much like probably the best fucking musician in the world. Like if you watch like any YouTube video uh, interview with him talking about like music theory and stuff, like you'd just be like, no, nah, this dude's brain is a supercomputer. Yeah, it's like almost not fair. <laughs> But he's, he's also, a young dude, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. checking it out when you showed me. But I mean, his like, a pro, um, what he can do with really like anything is just yeah nuts. And, and he's going to the to parish, and uh, he's going to be at emos and like oh, emos. forever though. It got you know it was canceled right before COVID. I had oh it, yeah, dang, it. um, it's going to be in like next year. Oh wow, <laughs> and oh, I'll pushed go, it. Dang. That's how far back it got pushed. So that, even for that, like I mean, and he is popular enough where I mean, honestly, he did get nominated for. Um, album of the year at the Grammys. Oh, he wow. just didn't win. Damn. And he's won five or six Grammys already for Damn. jazz. And um, he definitely is having like a world tour. So he's like, yeah. a, I mean, still is a lot yeah, of musicians. Cool. See, the thing is, I noticed like I follow a ton of, of musicians that I think are like awesome or whatever on Instagram, you know? And um, 
I think anybody that's like a, a crazy good player knows Jacob Collier is like yeah. nuts, and that like anytime he makes something that like sometimes he'll do something like he sang an acapella thing that he like people could like collaborate and just add with a little mm. app, you know, their solo to it, and that's he's cool. providing the chords, just acapella, and dude. His chords are nuts. You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. The stuff he sings, all like the bass notes and and the high notes. I mean, pretty much the only thing is like like on that song I showed you, the Stevie Wonder song. Mm-hmm. The only thing he has to do is maybe for like the ultra low bass, it is like um, like an octave down mm. because he can't do that one. But other than that, everything is all like natural, pure, no auto tune, nothing. He has perfect pitch. He could just Damn. he can, if he wanted to sing it, he does it sometimes. If he wants to sing it like intentionally, five one hundredths. You know, of a note yeah. sharp, he can do it, Damn. or whatever, or tell you, oh, it sounds like you're in D major, but you're really because he's like British. You're really twenty cents sharp, so it really. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole thing when he plays it in Logic, or after he just does little three parts or something, you know, it'll be just this beautiful sound. You're like, fucking guy, and then he can sit down at a drum kit and be like, this is like whatever, you know, four against five against six against seven against eight. Damn. And you're like, oh, great. But who won the Revolutionary War, sir? Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's what really matters. Yeah, okay. I don't care if I'm 20 uh, cents sharp, dude, right? Just your ass back over across the pond, dude. Uh, yeah, what's with all the 2022 tours? Like Rage? Yeah. They I released their new tour. Really? And it's in twenty it's all in twenty twenty two. I think everyone probably decided that that's still gonna be the best timing. For yeah. Big stuff. That's yeah, why like now wait. you're saying you could go into the pit mask optional yeah. right now. You were saying last time well, last year? Yeah, so now So it's like all right. I, I kind of forget about the rest of the world. Like Texas, I feel like we're done. Like yeah. COVID's over. It's well fine. so I I didn't even but, notice this, but so I was out yesterday I went to into Randall's and there was a thing that said uh va- non vaccinated mask encouraged. So I was like, okay. So I went in there without a mask, and there were a bunch of people without a mask. Yeah. And then I went to the liquor store over here yesterday, and the dude there didn't have a mask, and they took off the mask sign. Exactly. And I, I yeah. looked it up, and apparently Texas had passed something that to where you cannot force someone to wear the mask. And then Austin, Travis County, followed suit sure. following uh, like health guidelines because huh. now they're saying, oh, if you have vaccine, you're not, you don't need to wear the mask. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I think now it's yeah. there's no requirement anymore, like state yeah. and city, because yeah. I mean the city was the only one kind of holding back. So I think yeah. now stuff's gonna kind of start getting back into sure. the sw- into the swing of things. But, yeah, uh, I'm excited to be in the. Uh, what I've missed a lot is being like in a general admission of a concert yeah. with other people, like shoulder sure. to shoulder, like at Stubbs outside. Yeah, see, like yeah. Stubbs and Mohawk, like those are still nice venues to where they're. Like you're gonna get a big sound, but it's still kind of intimate. You know, exactly. you're not at, like at a big arena, yeah. fucking uh-huh. sitting in the bleachers. Stubbs inside is is fucking fun. I've been there like only once or twice. I saw Perpetual Groove there inside, and it was just yeah, fucking like that mid tier type of bands. Yeah, like you were saying with Parish. Like I've started to go to venue like like go to venues that I like, no matter who's playing there, just because the venue's so good and it's always fun. Yeah. So, like I, I see venues instead of bands now. Like <laughs> go to the parish or like I'll see any show at ACL Live. They have yeah. awesome sound there. Part of that is also just having a good time and keeping an open mind about what you might see. It might be yeah. cool yeah. if it's not familiar to you. That's yeah, yeah. Emos used to be like that for me in high school, like back in you know twenty yeah. the two thousands, like two thousand four, yeah. two thousand six, because it was downtown, and so if you're going west on Sixth Street. There used to be emos right on Dirty Sixth. Okay, yep. no. But then, then yeah, definitely Riverside. <laughs> but then, um, if you turned right on Red River, 
where beauty not where uh what's that place on Ray River the dance bar? Oh, uh Barbarella? Barbarella, yeah. Barbarella, uh-huh. that used to be the indoor <clears throat> stage for emos. Mm. And then the one on Sixth Street was their outdoor stage. So the emos venue used to go like it was a it went like this. So you could enter in from this side or this side and then this corner and a couple places were different venues. Mm. But it was pretty cool. Like Emos was oh. super huge and you could enter in through Sixth Street and then go check out the inside bands and leave through Red River. When did it change like when did when did Emos move? Probably like twenty twelve or something, you know, like yeah. early twenty tens. Yeah, yeah. But that place was awesome because you could go get like, you know, a decent ticket or something and just chill, kinda of go yeah. inside, see I don't who's remember playing, that. be outside, you know, chill with friends. Yeah. But um yeah, I, I kinda miss that feeling of just going to a venue. Like kind of like you're going to a bar to have some drinks with friends, but it's affordable. There's live music playing, exactly. and it's yeah. not just kind of the live music you'd get on Dirty Six, which is like just mostly cover stuff, or you know. Yeah, it's like people come to see them still. Yeah, it's like yeah, you know, it's like original stuff. People coming to see them, like friends and family, and just even just people kind of going just to see what the vibe is. Yeah, but I, I I'd like to see that come back, and ho- hopefully it does. I feel like the the music. I don't know, uh, what's culture or whatever in Austin. It's kind of, yeah, it's just, it's really weird lately. I don't know if it's just the city getting bigger, mm-hmm. less personable. Cause South by even before COVID, it, it wasn't the same. Like, yeah. Even E6, like in 2015 and stuff, it, it was just like crazy stuff. Like when Chirp Charlie's used to be on uh, E6 by, uh, I'm trying to think what's, there's like a food truck over there right now. Over across the street from Violet Crown. Um, across there's, from Violet Crown. There's like a big uh, food court. Yeah. Um, I can't think of it. Like Shangri-La. There's like a food court over there or something. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. But yeah, they used to have just like so many shows everywhere and stuff. But I I, I think it'll get back to that at some point. It's kind of oh, this, yeah, you know, know, this kind of weird. Well, that's uh, why, because I know that the world is in that state, I'm like, Bro, I'm gonna play Giant Steps and Old Twelve Keys at like for a minute <laughs> yeah, and just yeah. and just laid it out. And yeah. Be, by the time I'll be ready to play. But yeah, so we're we're thinking about trying to do some live stuff soon with some cover yeah, stuff uh-huh. and some originals. Yeah. We did a little show at his house, working on some new. Yeah, I miss that so much. Yeah, I love playing live. So yeah. maybe yeah, we'll get some shows here in the summer. Man, I'm I'm excited for the summer. Like it's starting to get warm. This uh-huh. rain's been shitty, but yeah, yeah. it's like now that. Everything's opening up. It's exciting. Things getting back to normal. Yeah, it's, I've been hearing so much music coming from yeah. uh, Central Machine Works. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, they have good shows out there. Yeah. And then the guest we had on last week, Derek Thigpen, he's going to be playing. So he's playing at ACL with this uh, musician, Aaron Stevens. So, but they're going to be playing a show there soon, so I'm going to be checking that out. But, I mean, that'd be a badass place to play. I know we almost yeah. had a chance to yeah, yeah. do some stuff there, but that's awesome just to hear them constantly having music. Yeah. Have you been to Central Machine Works? No. It's nice, man. It's like a big outdoor patio uh, inside uh-huh. little area. They make all their beer there. Yeah, it's kind of like a beer garden. Sure. Yeah. A, a light beer garden, like probably 25 or 30 big wooden tables outside and then like they have cool. this big they have stage a really cool stage mm. yeah so i haven't i haven't seen like a full-on band there yeah i think it was kind of like more chill stuff when we went for Did your you brother's go art show for paul val played there once recently i haven't seen that he's i've a, seen him but yeah yeah I yeah, seen, yeah. I seen him there 
yeah there's they, they get some good shirts out there well that was fun yeah yeah was was that um that art showcase that was your brother and somebody else yep did they like was that do they just do art shows every now and then or they kind of set I it think up every month they have a inside they have like two big walls and they have art showcases every month and so like my brother and this other guy had the month of march and so like right before march like um what month comes before march is it february april <laughs> yeah it's april in <laughs> so, late february i guess they go and put up all their art on this on these walls and then for the month it stays up there and they sell it mm. and then they had a they have like one big night i guess which is when we went out there yeah and there was, was music cool. and, yeah actually i think i, I when i mentioned i, I kind of caught a little bit of your uh, previous conversation i think you mentioned your brother made your cover for that song as yeah well, right? yeah he's a yep he designed the bully yeah, bitch <laughs> yeah yeah that was cool yeah so that, then he does like art fun. shows around here then yeah. yeah yeah he's he's in the art scene huh yep. yeah that was, are that you was interested in that type of stuff or less so um like uh no just i'm more as like a viewer or anything or not really not even well yeah i i, I can appreciate it but i don't sure. i don't really seek it out uh-huh. um but I, I i like i like it for you know for like albums did he deliver for your cover yeah he did great yeah so i mean i'll probably ask him to do more artwork sure. down the road so yeah i do like art for like the purpose of music um you know album oh, cover singles so not painting, not, <laughs> painting if, fruit if your brother hears this he gives you the thumbs up there you go. You're yeah approved. yeah you're, you're rehired <laughs> yeah I, I went through a little phase where i tried to just do like some drawings and stuff just to like not to get better but just uh-huh. to do it i like fucking saw some dumb ted talks like oh we're visual learners and like if you draw yeah. stuff out or something so there was this like uh you know like the loot boxes they have like you can just get monthly uh subscription to get random shit in the mail um that's what it is <laughs> so they had an art one and like each uh-huh. month you pay like tw- you know a 15 bucks subscription or 20 and they'd send you just a package of like random art shit like paints or cool. these weird things so Art was, of the month. Yeah, so I was fucking around with that a little bit, and it, and it is kind of fun to paint and stuff. Yeah, but after um, a while, I felt like I was in kindergarten. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I'm not I, getting any better. <laughs> you remember still life? It was like so a familiar. form of drawing or painting or something, and it was it was like, I remember my art teacher teaching me about still life painting, and it's you you set up like a basket of fruit or oh, something and you okay, paint yeah. it. I'm just like, isn't everything that you draw going to be still? still? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you can't draw a gif, you know, unless you do like a flip book, I guess. Yeah. Well, Dude. you know, I saw you, you were talking about music videos before and, and I mentioned like I don't really edit that intricately, but I guess technically when I, I played Moonlight Sonata, um, I did kind of feel like it was boring as shit to just look <laughs> at my hands or like yeah. whatever, have two camera angles of like, this yeah. is my face this way and the other way. So I kind of made like a video where that time I kind of did get a little bit, I don't know, art, because actually really I never took Oh yeah, you do that thing, right? I always took like art classes in school because I had the option. They were like, you have to take one creative type of class and it's just way easier, man. Yeah. I, <laughs> I had, like I honestly did not understand anything about like numbers and note names. Yeah. It's like, you're confusing me. I just want to draw some picture and get a, like a fucking B plus yeah. for <laughs> literally not even trying and just be move on you know so um i never really had very many music teachers or anything like that and i would pretty much ignore any class i had to take so i would take art class instead so i anyway um for that i ended up taking the performance i guess that i filmed and just 
cropping out everything except for pretty much the keyboard and then like blending it into just different photographs I took and then drawings that I mixed into like layers in Final Cut because that's the only way I could do like the usually like uh, taking each instrument and making a cube out of it was mm -hmm. in Final Cut so I started playing around with just YouTube videos yeah. and Google and can, can I layer this stuff and so yeah. I had like water moving and then like a face nice, pop up cool. where I drew the face and the face was, I don't know, I drew it kind of quick and wasn't like the greatest thing I ever drew, but it was all right. And he did the point and it just pops up in a couple places and there's like another little drawing in there and, um, you know, some other like photos of like a, some whatever backyard decoration yeah, thing yeah. that I've like tweaked the color scheme of and everything and just did little things. It looked, so it looked good. I it mean, ends up looking kind of just what, a little thing. Yeah. What, I mean, well, yeah, once you get into like the, you know, basic controls of all the video stuff yeah i mean it's just it's kind of like arts and crafts you know it's like yeah. you know how to cut yeah you know how to glue you know move stuff around so that's why for like 45 out. minutes is pretty much as yeah. long as it really i mean an hour or something you know to really do i mean i didn't like yeah. labor over like it has to be just the way i pictured it in yeah. my mind because yeah. i had no yeah. vision of what it was supposed to be in my mind i was just like having fun yeah the I mean, music took me fucking forever to you learn. haven't been editing that long either right no, not that. Pure I, gold came out really nice. Thank you. I that's when I kind of first started editing mm -hmm. final. I downloaded a trial of Final Cut Pro, yeah. which I it's a ninety day trial and it's the full. You know, you get the the full uh -huh. thing, and it actually expired. That was the fire under my ass for for um for <laughs> gold was shit. I have a ninety day trial here. Yeah, yeah. let me finish it. <laughs> and then it expired, and I had finished it, and then I was like. I wonder if I just try it again. And so I re-downloaded the trial and it works. Dang. And I'm on, my, I'm on my, like my fourth cycle with Dang, Final nice. Cut Pro, just hey. the free trial. So he's just telling me I wasted $300. So he's doing that. Rub it in, man. That's no, fine. I got it. The, <laughs> I wonder if there's some like something I'm missing, though. Yeah. Is there? Because it's like continuing to export videos and they yeah, say? Yeah, it's, it's working and I re-downloaded Honestly, it. Honestly, I hope this is conversation isn't going to be flagged by Apple. And it's like, this there, never happened. Allegedly, it's not yeah. true. This Don't is going to, yeah, they're going to catch wind of this and just find my IP address and be like <laughs> no I mean computer. honestly it sounds like I wasted money I don't know if you got me <laughs> well hey you know I wonder if Logic Pro has the same thing right like they need to test that with everything yeah. if, if Logic had that yeah exactly everyone yeah. right now would be like oh shit dang probably gotta get going okay soon. cool yeah. well yeah uh, thank y'all for coming here today I mm -hmm. think it was fun to like, kind of get some new conversations going new blood next time we'll we'll uh we got eight mics on here so we'll work up to getting eight people nice <laughs> fucking that'll be cool yeah yeah and a big bottle of fireball in the middle nice yeah. that's the sugar <laughs> yeah. take pulls well cool yeah so anything you want to plug for we go i guess your song coming new song coming, coming out how could you so the title i have right now it might change but as of right now that's the title it'll be out I think we can. Do you want to record this week? Yeah, vocals? I'm down okay. for all free. Then we'll be. Uh, I think that's the last thing we need is the vocals. So it'll probably be out within about a month or so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dope. By you, got anything? Uh... I'll be playing something eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when an idea comes, I'll play it. Oh yeah, Pink Floyd. Well yeah, both both of their uh, both of y'all's music is on Spotify. Uh, I'll put links on the uh, description on here. And awesome. um, I'll just go ahead and plug. We got a live video coming out soon of our last show, the one you were at. Yeah, nice. So I just need to um, fix the audio a little bit. And then, yeah, hopefully maybe the next couple months we can get some harmonic shows going. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be fun. Here's some acoustic out versions of our songs. Yep. So, yeah, thank you all for coming. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Nick. All right, peace.